Hey, man. <laughs> Why did you breathe? Welcome to Tillin. <laughs> Welcome to Tillin. What, uh, what's up? Oh, not much. I was oh. just wondering, have you, uh, have you ever heard of 536 AD? 536 AD? Yeah. Like the restaurant? Yes. <laughs> they have really good It does sound like a restaurant shrimp. where they, they just serve food and they're it's like a caveman themed. Yeah, because they don't understand when cavemans existed. Well, I guess yeah. Five thirty. I was thinking five thirty six. Okay. Five thirty six BC still, still wouldn't right? be cavemen. Five thirty six B. Wait, how many restaurant tours? How many restaurant tours do you know that are just like you know historically accurate people? I mean, have you been to a dinosaur themed restaurant? No, <laughs> those things are not historically accurate. They, they're pretty accurate to me. Yeah, the- to you, I guess. <laughs> To the uninformed, to the ignorant. <laughs> like I could do your job if it was fast and air conditioned. Okay, that's my mentality for anything. Do you oh. think we would still do our podcast if the world was ending and the sun didn't come out anymore? Is that your nose or the plague? <laughs> Throw them in the river. You're not gonna see the sun for ten years, bro. Yeah, dude, ten years. Yeah. Things I learned last night. I think anybody who works at Rainforest Cafe knows what a rainforest looks like. They couldn't even point to one on a map. Yeah, because they've seen the Rainforest Cafe. 536 AD. What happened in that specific year? Oh, um, a bunch of scientists think it was the worst year to be alive. Oh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> we've, we've, we've been alive the oh, last well. couple ones. Let's uh, <laughs> the last couple ones. Let's uh, well, I mean, if you want to. Let's take a deep dive. Let's take a look. We'll to the year, could we? I wonder if I, we could put a chart up on the screen. What do you want and to do? Compare the year it. was five thirty six. Yeah, what did they call it back then? What did they call it in like year twelve? They're like it's twelve. I actually don't know the answer. Happy New Year! <laughs> you know, it's it's thirteen. Yeah, you know, sunglasses. I was just saying the glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How are they doing it? Yeah, it's just a two and a zero. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be rough. No, uh, so the year five thirty six A.D. Uh, it was uh, there's a few things going on. Okay, we'll start. We'll start from the top. It, it was um, an interesting era for Rome because about a hundred years before that, uh, the capital of Rome, Rome, uh, <laughs> was sacked. The uh, Rome capital was Rome. Yeah. Rome, 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 Rome. Welcome to Rome, Rome. It's like New York, New York. That's where New York got the idea from. They're like from Rome. <laughs> They're like Rome did it. They're like we're New York, New York. Like Rome. Like Rome, Rome, Rome. I actually am not certain that the capital was Rome, but I'm we're going with it. Yeah. Rome, Rome. Neither is the restaurateur <laughs> who owns 536 AD. <laughs> Welcome to Rome, Rome. Uh, that's what so, they call the little robot surfer they've got <laughs> that goes around. That's Rome, Rome. That's Rome, Rome. Yeah, you'll notice he's got Rome built on his back. It's a Roomba. Rome, Rome, the Roomba. <laughs> that's our Ro- Roomba. Rome, 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 the Roomba, roaming around the room. And this is my son, <laughs> Roman Rome. Okay, I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> so somebody's that's <laughs> it. That's it. Fiddle off. That's <laughs> it. Somebody's Don't keep up. We're, we're done. Got it. Okay, good. We're done. Um, somebody sacked Rome, uh, and then uh, Constantine happened. 
yeah. you know, Jesus, Constantinople, all that story. If you don't know it, it's in the Bible. It's <laughs> not in the Bible. Don't try to look it up. Um, and they slowly bounced back and it became the Byzantine Empire. They were like, it's not Rome anymore. Name it something very different. Yeah. Um, but it was still Rome. And then in, so the Rome's like, we're still alive. We're crawling back for life, but it's really fractured. There's yeah, a bunch they all of- had shirts that say Rome will rise again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They can't take us out. They can't. They can't take us down. They can sack Rome, Rome, but they'll never sack Constantinople. Yeah, but somebody pronounces it Romy. Romy. Yeah, this is Romy. Romy. And everyone's like, hey, shut up, dude. You don't say that. Um, but it was fractured. So the Byzantine yeah. Empire was a bunch of like little almost city states that were like, we're Rome, and everyone's like, but that guy's not Rome. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is starting to feel really familiar. Uh, <laughs> no, I was, I was tracking. And so they're in a, a rough political climate, right? Sure. Um, and then the year 536 happens, and some interesting things happened. Uh, and it's been a long road to get here for us to understand what's going on. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, a couple hundred years. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of writings and archaeological finds, but up until the 90s, nobody paid much attention to how they connected the like story. The, like the 1990s. Yes. Sorry. Uh, the five nineties. Yeah. No. <laughs> no one. No one paid attention to how they connected the story. Yeah, because so there was a bunch of fractured archaeological evidence that pointed to the story of five thirty six A.D. and why it was the way it was. Okay. But um, up until the nineteen nineties, it was so disjointed that no one connected those dots of all this evidence. Oh, like, to oh this out. is all the same year. Yeah, this is all in one year, and so in Got it. the nineteen nineties. Uh, things started to come together because uh, there was a group doing core samples of the ice in the Arctic and they had pulled out this core sample and it looked like this and they're like, that's weird. Um, why, why is it so pixelated? <laughs> 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 it's in this ice. Oh, that's this weird. It's very pixelated. Weird. Um, no, uh, if you're listening, basically they took this giant core sample of ice that goes down like 100 feet and it's just a bunch of normal ice and then all of a sudden, um, it's just this really dark, dirty ice, and then like some dim, this dim ice. Dark, dirty ice. <laughs> Very dark, dirty ice, and then some dim, dirty ice, and then normal. Yeah, there's ice like again. a like a little ring. Yeah. Of, of of just black. Yeah, of ice. <laughs> yeah, it was bad ice. It was the ice goth era, um, and uh, the scientists were like, "Well, that's peculiar uh, that that would happen." So then they started digging more of these cores all around the Arctic, and they kept seeing the same results. So it wasn't like a localized. The ice just got really dirty there for a little bit. Yeah, um, there was something uh, pretty widespread. But something there wasn't, happened in the Antarctic. Yeah, but there, they didn't have an explanation for this, uh, and so uh, th- all these theories started to abound sure. of like comets and volcanoes and tidal waves and um, a vacuum cleaner that got fishnados. Yeah, you know the normal <laughs> scientific theories when they did find something weird. Um, meanwhile, at the same time. There was this dude at Harvard who really likes trees. <laughs> I don't okay. know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> and, and I got to oh, hold on. Am I, or am I right? Oh, I did realize in the uh, Oregon episode that I said the FDA was the federal uh, Department of Agriculture. It's not. It's the Food, and drug, food administration. and drug Administration. Yeah, I let you have it. <laughs> yeah, I was dumb. I realized that later. Like almost immediately after we recorded, I was like, "Oh, it's stupid." Like, oh, is it something anyway, really dumb? Um, uh, so he's really into trees. Is that our, our? Oh gosh, is that 
arbor arborists yeah i yeah i think you're right okay arborists so an arbor Maybe. an arbor at harvard arbor an arbor at harvard i was trying to say <laughs> a harvard arbor a harvard arbor the harvard arbor was telling his barber <laughs> the harvard arb the harvard arbor was telling his barber yeah there you go we just made okay so uh he was looking at a bunch of tree rings um i literally was about to make a tree ring joke when i saw that ring of the dirt yeah and i was like yeah well he was looking at tree rings and he found um there was this period uh dating back to the same time as those ice rings where the trees uh were really upset that's how he said it that's the words he used the trees mm -hmm. were really upset um, and so he studied all of this conversation so far sounds like uh, <laughs> something I would see on Twitter in 2022. Someone <laughs> who's just like, hey, so guys, upset. the trees are sad. <laughs> if everyone could just like get it together, the they trees were, are like depressed. In so 536 AD, there were no yeah. happy little trees, um, only sad. Why trees. did you desert your dog? First of all, I didn't desert my dog. Okay, <laughs> I tied it around that tree because that tree needed it as a support animal <laughs> because that tree was sad support the trees. Yeah, uh, lab. Same thing with I did with my firstborn kid labradoodles for trees. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> that tree was sad and I was like, you know what you need is a child Your son. <laughs> yeah, I've read the book. Are you the giving tree? Are you the giving tree? Here's a child. Here's this child. Here's this child. Okay, so uh, he noticed that the trees were sad and so he started taking a whole bunch of trees and looking to see if all the trees were sad and what he realized was it wasn't just in Europe. It wasn't just in Greenland. It was worldwide wherever he found a tree. Um, <laughs> Whenever he stumbled across <laughs> he was like, I need to a check planted me. limb. <laughs> he just walked around with his axe. Yeah, wait, wait, I'm sure that that trees. didn't contribute to their sadness at all. <laughs> He's like this tree I cut down this was sad. Tree I cut down was very like sad. <laughs> 1400 years ago and also now. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you liked it, it would really help us out if you leave a review or a comment on YouTube, uh, if that's what you're watching on. Uh, and if you want to check out another episode, I recommend Julianne Kopke. Uh, that was an episode all about a woman who survived a 10,000 foot fall from a plane uh, without a parachute, uh, landed in the Amazon. Absolutely bonkers story, uh, and it was pretty fun. We had a lot of fun, Jared and I, in that episode. Uh, so you should check it out. It's one of my favorites right now. Uh, but thanks so much for being here. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver-infused fabric, and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, you, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L in at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, 
you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Well, what he was doing was he was looking at... Um, because here was one thing I thought um, was where is he finding all these trees that lived 1,500 years ago, like still, that are still alive? Because trees... You don't know how old trees are. Yeah, trees aren't 1,500 years old. Yeah, they are. Some are. Some are. Uh, yeah, so I looked it up. So uh, most trees don't live past 100, but there are m- most species of trees can have the potential to live a thousand plus years. Yeah, same with people. Um, and <laughs> most of them. Most of them can. Most of them don't. Most of them don't, but they can. But there's some people. There's some. some freaking freaks out there. Man, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really old. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm very old. So, um, but some uh, this. So he was cutting down pretty big trees then to figure that out. Well, I mean, he had to be cutting redwoods and stuff. Yeah, this is bristlecone pines. They can exceed three thousand years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I went to the like we went out to uh, uh, General Sherman, like the largest living tree on earth. Yeah, in California, and you think it's like when you're driving up there, you're like this thing's not gonna be worth it because you're winding around around. It's pretty stinking worth it. Really? Oh, dude, to stand in front of this ridiculous creature that is, I mean. The base of it is wider than our whole back wall. Really? Oh, gosh. Dude, it's bonkers. This is saying that. Well, I don't know how old that thing is. How old was that thing? Like over 2,000 years old. Dang. This and to is... look at it and go, this thing was like this tall when Jesus was here. <laughs> How's it feel to be so little when Jesus was around? Yeah. <laughs> um, this thing is saying that. I asked if it knew. I said, did you know? Oh yeah, like what's what's this one called? Uh, 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 Methus- uh, oh yeah, yeah, Methuselah. Methuselah. Yeah, yeah, it's in California too. Yeah, this one is the oldest confirmed old. age. Yeah, uh, and it says it's forty eight hundred years old. Yeah, it's old, dude. That's like older than Egypt. Yeah, and it looks like it. It looks old. Uh, this looks like an art installation. I That's know. What that yeah, looks yeah. Like if that tree could talk, it would go. I'm old. <laughs> Either kill me, please. <laughs> kill me. No. I don't want to be Pull alive here. Please. Please just chop me down. I was I've five thirty five thirty six wasn't the only year I was sad. Such a sad tree. I'm a sad tree. Please take me out. Chop me down. Put so me out must, of misery. This Harvard Arborist is going around cutting up trees and realizing they're all really sad in five thirty six. I don't live in California anymore. <laughs> Right. They stink in limbs. They stink in limbs. <laughs> what if the tree? What if the tree keeps up with politics? Forty-eight hundred years old. <laughs> Freaking boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the tree's voice? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think what forty-eight hundred-year-old person would sound like wouldn't sound great. Probably. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Um, what do you think that forty-eight-year-old hundred trees? I Forty-eight-year-old hundred trees. <laughs> that, that's different. Do you think you could kill that one tree or forty-eight hundred-year-old trees? <laughs> okay. This is <laughs> so anyway, he's chopping down trees. He's chopping down trees, sad. and he's finding out they were now, which all. Which is also sad. a different thing too. He's bringing his own hatchet everywhere. 
Yeah, he's just chopping down trees. Yeah, like what do you do? But he's he got a lot of data together, got thousands of little trees, and okay. said they're all sad in 536 AD. Um, all the trees were and sad all of us were like, we got to trust you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, this group of uh, Harvard arborists and uh, Ivy League ice diggers. I was yeah. trying to find a way to do that one. It was tougher. Ivy icers. Ivy icers. The Ivy icers. Um, they got together. They joined leagues and they figured out, hey, uh, I think this is connected because it's, you know, the same time period. You got dirty ice. Yeah, you got dirty ice. We got dirty trees. I got sad trees. <laughs> sad trees, dirty ice. What else can we find? Uh, so they started. They called the archaeologists and they're like, hey, what happened in 536? You got any evidence? Uh, <laughs> they uh, I guess you would have to look in the caves. Why? Because that's the next oldest thing I could think is like that would be, there would be evidence in caves, right? Because caves are obviously been around forever. Yeah, but five thirty six. It's not like people were living in caves then. No, 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 no. I'm not saying for evidence of people. I'm saying like for other confirmation of nature oh, being damage. sad of damage. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, yeah, they said they said how are we going to figure out what happened here? Um, and then so they called the archaeologists. They said, "You see anything uh, in five thirty six A.D.?" And they're like, "Yeah." Not only was the ice dirty and the trees sad, but the people were dead. Um, <laughs> what? They were like, yeah, that. So here's what happened. So they found um, some letters. Uh, there was a historian uh, who was alive in 536 AD. And uh, a few years after the fact, he was writing about that his experience in 536 AD. And here's a direct quote. He said, uh, the sun gave, gave forth its light without brightness. It was like the moon during the whole year. Um, and then there was uh, another quote that said uh, that the, the sun was like a, a light blue shade in the sky. Um, and then there was another one, another letter somewhere where it said that it, w- it was noonday and we, we couldn't see our shadows. And we marveled at the fact that we couldn't see our shadows. And it was like this for over a year. Uh, it was just dark? Yeah. It was, it was. Remember that eclipse that we had? Yeah. It did that, but it stopped. It just froze. It was like a disc that was... <laughs> So are they are they suggesting that the something blocked out the sun for a year, essentially? And so this this really stumped scientists because they were like, "What? That what happened? Sense. Yeah, yeah. What, what's going on?" And so a lot of theories started to come up. Everything from volcanoes to comet strikes to tidal waves. I think I mentioned all these earlier. To um, see people. To see peoples. Um, what they ended up landing on was there was a volcanic eruption in 536 AD in uh, Iceland, and it was so severe that it spewed so much ash into the sky that it literally blacked out the sun for 18 months. Um, and no way. Worldwide. Worldwide, there was a fog around the whole planet because this, this was so severe. And it's evidenced by um, worldwide, the rings on the trees and the ice sheets on both poles were covered in like this layer ash. of soot. Uh. <laughs> Layer of what? Okay. <laughs> it was just dirty. Um, and, and then everybody in these, uh, like the archaeologists, they had these writings, but they never thought much of it because they didn't connect the dots. Like they, it was, oh, hey, this person studying Rome found this letter about it, it was really dark once. And then okay. there was someone running in China who was like, yeah, this guy talked about it being really dark once. And then they connected them all together. And were like, oh, this was all the same time. Yeah. Um, 
And so what they think happened was obviously like that eruption happened and it created this fog that made it dim. But as a result, uh, the temperature in the summers uh, dipped by 36 degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit. So uh, wow. needless to say, uh, crops struggled. Uh, yeah. Everything struggled because they didn't have. So the trees weren't the only thing that was sad. Yeah. The corn was sad. <laughs> Good sad little corns. Um, yeah, that's when baby corn was invented. Uh, was invented? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, hey, we could just make it small. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to confirm that you think that people were like, we should just make small corns. Yeah, well, they were growing corns, normal corns. Corns. And that year, they couldn't grow all the way because it was too cold. So they just grew little baby corns. And they're like, sure. we could still eat them. And they're like, hey, that's not half bad. Let's make those again next year when it's warm again. Only it wasn't warm again for another like 15 years, but 15 years. <laughs> yeah, so there was so here's it was exasperated uh, because it wasn't because of all their cars. <laughs> There's so much emissions. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this this guy is exasperated because uh, there was that eruption, right? Yeah, this is in 536 AD overnight it, overnight it stopped. It never ended. The nights didn't. There's no more day. Uh, <laughs> And then the the fog was worldwide. Okay, dipped the temperatures, and then it took a long time for things to spike back. Even as the fog began to clear, well, what they discovered is that years later, um, five forty four years later, there was another volcanic eruption in Europe. Can't catch a break. And then a bunch of fog, um, close to as severe as the other one. Okay. Um, and then in five forty seven, there was another volcanic eruption uh, in Europe, I believe. Oh, my god! And because of that, it just kind of left the climate in this. What spot. do you think that would do to us today? It would be pretty cold. Well, I mean, like, yeah, but I mean, like, do you think we've got the equipment and technology to like purify air or like because people like had clear to have, away like, the not clear away, but I'm saying like people had couldn't live in that. Like, people just question. live yeah. with it being. Yeah, they did. They just let they just lived in volcanic ash. Yeah, they didn't have a and choice. And they breathed it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. but surely that killed them. I mean, yeah, surely a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, I, some I, people who are just tough <laughs> could, like, just make it through? Like, yeah, I mean, it weeded out the weak ones for sure. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I I don't know. Do we have any writing about the people living there? I mean, a lot of people survived it, I guess. Sure. I mean, maybe they wore masks. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> Hey, thank you again for listening to this episode. Making sure that you don't miss one in the future, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You'll get an alert when we drop a new episode. And if you want more, if you want something a week early, you want to be part of our Discord, more access to us as creators, uh, you can support this show on Patreon. It helps us go a long way. Nothing that we're doing is possible without our Patreon supporters. If you want more information about that, please text Tillin to 66866. Thank you so much for being here. I mean, we probably all wear masks. Do you oh, think we would oh. still do our podcast if the world was ending and the sun didn't come out anymore? <laughs> I mean, we would have to shine a light in the darkness. What is this? This is my flashlight. I thought you were going to give me nuts, and so I oh. went up for them. You know what happened to me the other day <laughs> <sighs> that I was really mad about? Where was I? Uh, oh, I did a show. 
afterward went to go shake the guy's hand as he's coming up to the stage. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't do it. So in front of everybody, I got snubbed. Did he? Did he see it? I think so. I think he saw it and went. <laughs> and just kept going, you know. And I was like, "All right, man." Did you so, offend him? No, I, mean, I slashed his you? tires in the parking lot after <laughs> before I left. I was like, oh, "I'm not gonna let you treat me like that in front, in front of everybody." In front of everybody. In front of everybody. Come yeah, on. I filled his car with volcano ash. <laughs> You're not going to see the sun for 10 years, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, have fun 10 with this. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is this volcanic ash? Where did you get this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's an Amazon seller who sells it. <laughs> by the, by the five gallon bucket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it'd be pretty severe today still. Yeah. I would okay, think okay. so. Uh, anyways. Oh, uh, so there was obviously the crop failure problem. Yeah. Um, so people were starving. hungry. People yeah. were starving. And I'm sure you're probably right. There was probably a lot of people who were dying of like respiratory stuff. Yeah. Um, respiratory stuff. Yeah. There was also a war that was going on in the middle of this that continued. Um, so that was pretty bad. Um, so this, this whole season uh, was, was tough. There was a war happening? Yeah, there was well, a war. What if the volcano the war. was just one of the sides of the war being like, we're going to make this really inconvenient <laughs> for the other side? <laughs> it was like the United States Army. Yeah, They're like we figured out how to make volcanoes erupt. Yeah, we didn't figure out how to make it just affect you, though. So yeah. it's going to be all of us. Sorry, sorry to the, you the know, fog of war. Sorry, um, trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were sad. They felt betrayed. Yeah, they're like, it was our own our own army. Um, and so the volcanoes made it a pretty bad situation. Um, there was obviously well, that's not the only thing that happened. There's more. Yes. Um. And then, yeah, so then it was the first bubonic plague happened. Um, oh, no. So uh, there's a plague, yeah. volcano ash, yeah. a war going on. A war going on. And, and I don't know if you remember learning about the bubonic plague. It was serious. Um, so serious they named it after the emperor, um, Justinian. Um, so that's a good thing to be remembered for. Um, they call it the Justinian plague. Uh, and it... it the estimate is that a third to half of the population died in this plague. Um, wow. And it was pretty peculiar because the way it always... Of Earth? Yeah. And uh, it's peculiar because the way it started is you would get like this lesion on your, your the palm of your hand and then within a few days you'd be covered in them and then you die. Um, and so it was like very severe, highly contagious and they didn't understand germs yet. And so everyone was just carrying around all these plagued bodies after they died and like throwing them into like the rivers and stuff. And yeah. was like get rid of them and then they go drink that water and then go hang out, shake hands with people after their sets. Um, I bet that's <laughs> why he didn't do it. Do you, which one of us do you think has the plague? <laughs> do you think he thought I had it or do you think he knows he's got it? He saw your palm and he's like that palm looks pretty bubonic. Yeah, uh, that guy's got a bubonic palm. You got a plaguey palm, dude. <laughs> your plague palm away from me um, and it spread super fast and so it was uh, it was uh, as if the situation wasn't bad enough already well I mean like you couldn't tell if someone had sores on the dark outside <laughs> that's why it got that's why it spread so fast <laughs> is that a bump on your palm oh shoot <laughs> no is that your nose or the plague <laughs> throw them in the river uh, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, and and 
so then, I mean, when you have a situation where uh, a third to half the population dies in a short period of time, um, that's not good for the economy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Won't somebody think of the economy? <laughs> it's hard to do business in the dark. It's, uh, it's already hard enough. Yeah, I can't hold it. Can't sign a contract where my hand hurts from all these sores. I can't get the trees to do anything. Yeah, the trees so are sad. ticked off of me all the time. <laughs> you know how hard it is to be around all these passive aggressive trees? <laughs> like they're just creating oxygen and they're just like. <sighs> and you're like, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> It's like having a teenager in the backseat who's like, oh. who just like the trees are just begging you to ask what's wrong. They just want you to listen. Yeah, they just want you to listen, and they're like, that's guys, the lesson for today. You actually, if you're out on a walk, maybe just them. go. Why don't you go listen to a tree today? Hmm? What are you doing, man? Well, yeah, just listening to How this tree. How are you feeling? You know, is really. Are you being a tree right now? I'm being both people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, well, how sure are you feeling? I tried. <laughs> That's a Who sad, are you going to be? That's a sad tree. That is a sad tree. I'm a, I'm a passerby. Do you chop down the tree to, to put it out of its misery? Yeah. Do you, What do you do? You chop it down or do you water it? I don't know. Like, <laughs> how do you help a tree? I don't know. We're not arborists. <laughs> I hate this bit so much. So the trees are sad. There's a war going on. The sky is dark and the economy. People are dying from the plague, yeah. and the economy is in the, shambles. And the economy, because you got you got bad crops. So you got a you got, one, you, got a, you got a war. You got the plague. You got a fifty percent death rate. Yeah. What's your unemployment of, rate? Of just <laughs> of just the uh, people who die from the plague, but you got people who are, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure there's people who were yeah having respiratory problems. I'm sure there was people who were dying in the war. Right. Um, and so it was. And then I'm sure there's people who are dying of starvation. And so then you have all these people dying, which meant there was less people to crop stuff. <laughs> less people to, to crop. Less people to farm. Yeah. Less people to build. Less people to do everything. I mean, there's less people to food. You know? <laughs> what are you talking about? And so, so, so the economy completely stalled. Um, and a lot of historians say that this was the shift from uh, the era of antiquity to the medieval era and mainly the dark ages because all of a sudden pretty much every major dark ages. Ah, the sun was dark. So they the historians say this was the end of the world for a little bit. The Um, end of the known world there. Yeah, at that time, because every major society had historians who talked about how the cops failed, the economies failed, the governments failed, and uh, then it almost went into this kind of tribalistic yeah. mentality, just like you would expect. Um, honestly, I feel like this is probably a very similar situation to what we talked about a few weeks ago in the Bronze Age collapse, where there was this kind of series of factors that in a relatively short amount of time kind of destroyed everything. Yeah, because what happens is you build a system and you're mm-hmm. like, this system works. Yeah. But you don't design the system to work when like it, it when relies too heavily on itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with minor disruptions, all of a sudden the whole thing falls apart. You know? Like the same thing with the supply chain issue we've had the past mm-hmm. couple of years. 
Yeah. Where it's like all of a sudden these supply chain issues are crippling certain sectors of our economy. Yeah, exactly. And you had, um, they started finding, especially in Europe, there would be in these like river deltas on the little island portion in the river in the delta, there would be these forts that people built and they would build these wood spikes sticking out of the sides of the forts and they'd have like a camp that they put in that fort because all these people um, were so used to relying on farming. Yeah. When farming didn't exist, they couldn't figure out how to get through the winter. And so uh, what they found was there was a lot of bodies that uh, they suspect were buried during winter seasons because people were starving in the winters. Um, because they were able to grow a little bit during the spring and the summer. Sure. But once they went to the winter, they were relied almost completely on hunting, and they didn't know what they were doing, and they couldn't keep up with it. And so they would build these little fortresses, um, and it seems like the reason why that happened is because people were out there sea people in. Um, and yeah, pillaging and, and... Yeah. And, and uh, it seems like that gave birth to that medieval era. Um, was that society yeah. worldwide? Um, also, I mean, yeah, people build strongholds and then they, you know, because you gotta you you find a place to crop, then you build walls around that mm-hmm. croppage. <laughs> we were really stretching the word crop today. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and then uh, you know, and then you build a little bridge over yeah. your, you know, you build your little crop top, right? <laughs> and so it goes over that, and then uh, speaking of crops, remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what could this possibly bring up for you? Yesterday we're at the office, and the YouTube that we use for Tillin. Oh yeah, did you play that farming game? I haven't yet. No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, for it recommended some farming game, and so Jaren pulls it up to kind of make fun of it. Yeah, and I was like, look how stupid this is. And, and Tim was like, well, let's watch it though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a it's just a farming. It's farming simulator. simulator. Yeah, farming simulator. It looks pretty fun. Uh, You're literally <laughs> driving like a combine. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty good. Uh, Don't you have a yard? Why don't you just go? That's so not fun. <laughs> like doing it in real life. Yeah, it's hot and slow. Uh, <laughs> but okay. But farming simulator. It's pretty fast, and it's in the air conditioning. So. Uh, <laughs> Like I could do your job if it was fast and air conditioned. Okay, that's my mentality for anything. So people were just dying because they couldn't figure out how to store crops from the spring and summer and last for the winter. Yeah, more than that, it was just they couldn't even grow enough. Yeah, um, because it was thirty-five degrees colder in the summer. I mean, your average summer is like eighty something uh, throughout the majority of the world, and now it's fifties. Yeah, like that's. That's a severe. That's very dramatic. Yeah, that's a severe dip, and so the crops and the trees and the plants and the animals—they're all sad, uh, <laughs> and it made everybody else starve. Um, so and you can't hunt when the animals are sad. Yeah, that just feels. <laughs> that feels. <laughs> you know, you just see a deer out there just just moping through the woods, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you're like empathizing with the deer. Yeah, you're like, I can't. I can't kill a sad deer. Yeah, I can't do it. Doesn't even taste as good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows sad deer tastes bad. Yeah, that's why you got to kill the ones with families. (laughs) You know, the happier the the happier the deer, the the better the meat. That's I mean, that's why you know. 
yeah. That's why you always ask, like, did this cow have a good life? Mm-hmm. That's why at Bass Pro Shops they sell deer lottery tickets. So you can go give the deer a lottery oh. ticket and let them win. Like, and oh then they've gosh. got an yeah. extra large check you can hand the deer. That's why I want my, the favorite, photo my favorite deer decoy <laughs> is the one where the deer is on one knee proposing, right? <laughs> and so, like, this female deer is having Proposal just like, deer. it's like, what? <laughs> Killed it. Yeah. That's going to be a good deer. Yeah, they call That's it a the, happy deer. The uh, the deer deer. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? It's good. You can buy the Bass Pro. That's a dark joke. I hate that a lot. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so uh, anyways, uh, most historians say probably the worst time in history to be alive and then definitely opened up one of the worst, one of the most prolonged seasons of just kind of trying to be alive nothing. because too many factors made it almost impossible to like you can't form a society in that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was still in a spot too where, uh, for the most part, Rome was the only real superpower of the day, and they had just gone through Fallen. upheaval and been put into a pretty rough situation. And so this really sped up the actual complete collapse of Rome. But because of this, there wasn't really. Um, any nation on earth that was very strong and stable. Um, and so because of that, without the any stability, they couldn't weather the... And we got all storm. that from a ring in the ice. Yeah, these guys found just some dirt in the ice. And, and they, they were like, figured all this oh, out. man. I wonder what that's Do we about. know how terrible the world was back then? <laughs> you see some dirt in the ice, and you're like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> what happened that year? Yeah, so basically, here's where we're at. We have to decide. What does 2020's ice look like? Five, six, 2020. What's worse? What's worse? If we get a volcano in the next couple of years, we might beat it. Yeah. We're on a, we're on a hot streak right now. We're coming in. If you're listening I, I wonder to this how sad our trees in the middle are. of your river bunker, <laughs> right? Somehow you're still getting your podcasts. River bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Sorry that we predicted that. You know, <laughs> yeah, sorry we, we spoke that in the world. Apologize to the trees for me. Yeah, tell the trees we're sorry. Yeah, why don't you lean into a tree? Why don't you lean right up there? Lean just up into that tree. Ew. <laughs> and then just whisper to it. Fiddle off. What'd you say? Fiddle off. <laughs> Please just put me out of my misery and kill me already. Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night.